Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Dental Practice Heroes Podcast. I am Dr. Paul Edgeson, and today we're going to be talking about bonus systems. Specifically, the bonus system that I use in my office, as well as some past ones that we've tried and how those have worked out. Stay tuned. So I want to go through the bonus systems that I've used and what's worked well at my practice and hopefully you can find that you can apply this to your practice. Right now, I am a two-doctor practice. It's myself and my associate. I'm doing three days a week. She is doing five. We are open roughly 62, 63 hours a week. We usually go from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Um, and we've been doing this system for maybe about a year, year and a half right now that we've been at this level of hours and this level of capacity. So when we first started implementing our very first bonus system, my practice was much different. I was a one doctor practice, had about eight staff members, and what we did was called grab bag. And we set daily goals. So we decided for whatever reason that I was going to produce at $1,200 an hour. So, you know, working seven-hour day, working eight-hour day, you take seven or eight times 1,200, and that's the doctor production goal. And then we also decided that hygiene was going to produce at a level of $200 an hour. So you take how many hygiene hours you have for that day, and that's your uh, hygiene goal. So then you take the doctor goal plus the hygiene goals, and that becomes your office daily production goal. So pretty simple. So what we did is we wrote these daily goals on a calendar based on how many worked, how many hours we worked per day, and that was the goal that we strived for. Now, I know a lot of people are thinking, is this adjusted production? Are these office fees? If you're in a PPO environment like me, you have write-offs, and you know sometimes those office fees can be very misleading. When I talk about dollar per hour, I am talking about office fees. So I'll tell you my write-off in my office is right around 20%. And then we usually adjust off maybe another 7% for random things, you know, just random PPO things. So when I'm talking about dollar per hour, I am talking about office fees. I think they're easier to calculate. They're easier to look at on the schedule. Um, it's just a, a measure of how much you're doing. You know, it doesn't really matter how much uh, dollars they're actually worth, at least in this bonus system, as long as you're accounting for the fact that you are going to write off a portion of it. So, um yeah, right now we're talking about office fees. So what happened when we hit that goal? Well, we had a grab bag, and this was done at the end of, I believe we were doing it on Wednesday nights. And because it was kind of hard to pick out of the grab bag every day and just get together at the end of the day. But I believe we used to do these on Wednesday nights. So Wednesday night, we would all pick out of a bag, and for every day we hit the goal, we would get to pick one chip per person that was there. Now, if we hit the goal two days that week, it would get to pick three chips because the first day we hit it was worth one chip. The second day we hit it was worth two chips. So if we hit it the third day in one week, we would pick one chip for the first day, two chips for the second day, and three chips for the third day for a total of six chips. Now, the most days that we were working in a week was four days. So the maximum would be one plus two plus three plus four. Um, what's that? Ten. Ten chips. So each person would pick ten chips. And this was out of a bag that had poker chips in it with certain colors representing 10s, 20s, and 50s. So it was kind of random. It was exciting because there were two 50s in the bag. 
And this was arranged in a manner that if we picked 10 chips each, and there was, say, for instance, five team members, there would only be 50 total chips. So when you get to your maximum pick, you run out of chips, and all the chips get picked. So we would have 250s. I don't remember what, what we came out to. It came out to an average of maybe like 1350 per chip or something like that. But it was exciting, and it was fun, and it was something fun to do with our team when we were smaller and we were still growing. And I'll say one thing about grab bag that I really liked is that daily production goal. And what's great about a daily production goal is that it gives you something to work towards. People want to win. And when we have this daily production goal, we can it's very black and white. We look at it at the beginning of the morning during our huddle and we say, hey, are we on goal or are we off goal? And if we're off goal, by how much are we off? And then you can work on adding same-day dentistry. You can, your team can get excited about somebody calling with an emergency. Uh, we can try to take an impression for a night guard, for a hygiene patient, same day. So all these things start to happen because the team is motivated because they want to hit that daily goal. Now, what I will say about Grab Bag is this system didn't really work out for us when I hired an associate. And the reason being is that it was hard to get everyone together because we were kind of split-shifted. So there wasn't really a good time to pick. And it was also difficult for the sake that we had some part-timers that we had to take on to do the split shifts. So when we had these part-timers, it kind of wasn't fair that somebody who only worked like three hours one day got to pick a chip when somebody else was working a full eight, nine hours, you know, full-time. And then we started running into all these rules where this person only works like one or two days a week, and this person works four days a week or five days a week. So it became difficult to manage. So what we switched to was a bare-ass minimum bonus system. So this is done kind of taking what your bare-ass minimum is. What is the minimum number that you need to produce to keep your staff costs at 25%? Now, you can pick any percentage you want. Um, if you talk to some consultants, they'll say you can go up to about 28 30%. For instance, uh, Justin Short of the Lifestyle Practice believes staff costs should be down at 20%. I try to keep mine at 25 I think that's a fair number. I'm comfortable with that. And I want my staff to be paid more than any other staff um, in the area for, for comparable jobs. So 25 is my happy spot. And that gives you wiggle room. You know, if you want to increase it a little bit or if you have a bad month, obviously that 25% is going to be a little bit higher because you didn't collect as much. But let's talk about where that 25% or where you get that number from because I posted something about our new bonus system on the Business of Dentistry page in Facebook and it seems like a lot of people are just overwhelmed with the math. And I really don't think it's that complicated. I think you just got to sit down and come up with these numbers. So where do I get my bare-ass minimum goal? So what I do is I take all the staff costs and I multiply them by four. That's it. So if you take all of your staff costs and you multiply them by four, that'll be the number you need to hit to keep those staff costs at 25%. Now, to look at staff costs, you have to look at your payroll. You have to look at your payroll taxes. If you're doing a 401k, like for instance, in my practice, we do a 3% gross match. Um, that needs to be factored into there. All associated payroll taxes, um, buying uniforms, uh, paying for lunches, Anything that a staff associated needs to go into that number. Now, 95% of this number is just going to be straight up wages. 
But anyway, you need to figure out, just figure out that number. Start with a year, work back, start with a month, work back. Um, I like to get this down to a weekly number. Now there's 52 weeks in a year, and there's 4.33 weeks in a month. So do the math any way you like. Anyway, just come with a weekly number. It doesn't matter if it's spot on exact. You just need somewhere to start. You can always adjust it and change this number, so stop freaking out. Okay, so once we get this weekly bare ass minimum, this is the number that we're going to shoot for, okay? Nobody's getting bonus until we get over that number because if we're not getting over that number, that means we're not really producing at our capacity with how many staff we have and what their staff are paid. So let's say, for instance, I'll say my bare ass minimum in my office is 50000 a week. Now, earlier we were talking about office fees, but now when I'm talking about a bare ass minimum, this is a dollar amount that we're going to add a bonus onto. So this has to be real dollars. So at my office, this is adjusted production. That's production minus write-off minus adjustments. So this is the number that you should be collecting on, the real dollar amount. Not a UCR, not an office fee. So the grab bag system, the daily goals were based off of UCR. Now we're talking about BAM. That is off of adjusted production. So let's go back to the office example for my office. We set our BAM at $50,000. So let's say we hit $60,000. We exceeded our weekly goal by $10,000. Now I like to bonus out 12.5% of this to the staff. So I take that $10,000 times 12.5%, and that all goes to the staff. Now what I liked about the way that we did this, and the reason that we did this is because, remember, we had the part-timers, and we had people that didn't work as much as the other people. Some people worked five days. Some people worked two days. Um, All of this goes into an Excel spreadsheet. I run a report on how many hours everybody worked, and then that 12.5% of the $10,000 overage gets split prorated based on hours. So somebody who's working a full 40-hour week is going to make twice as much as somebody who works 20 hours. So this is all an Excel spreadsheet, and I've included this Excel spreadsheet in the show notes. So just to give you somewhere to start, I I don't know how familiar with Excel most people are. Um, It's pretty basic stuff, but at least this will give you somewhere to start where you can see how I do it in my practice. Now, just talking about that bonus system I just spoke of, what I didn't like about this is that it was kind of an afterthought. We never really knew what our daily bonus was. We never had a daily goal, and there wasn't really anything to shoot for other than let's just do pretty good and let's run the report at the end of the week and see if we hit it. So when I got to the end of the week, I started asking people, do you think we hit goal this week? I think so. How much did we hit it by? Nobody knew. Nobody had any idea. So as much as it was nice to profit share when we were doing well with the team, which was part of the goal, it wasn't really motivating by any means. It was just, like I said, it was an afterthought. So the next bonus system that we switched to was a hybrid of both of those. And this is something I came up with on my own, trying to combine what I loved about Grab Bag, which was having a daily goal, but also having it be applicable to my office where I have a lot of staff members and people working different hours and just basically too many people to get together to pull from a grab bag. So I still have the barest minimum, but what I did was I created a daily goal. And the daily goal was, again, created on dollar per hour, what I wanted to do, what I wanted my hygienist to do, and what I wanted my associate to do. Now, this is where I think people are going to get confused, because I do all my daily goals on the office fees. 
Now, I can do them on adjusted production, but I just like to do them on the office fees. I feel like it's easier to track as the day goes on. Now, I know I have a 27% write-off and adjustment off that office fee. So that number is factored into it. I don't care what you do, pick an adjusted production number or just pick an office fee. I like to pick daily goals based on dollar per hour that each provider produces on the office fee schedule. Like I said before, I'm at $1,200 an hour, my associate's at $815 an hour, and every hygienist I have is at $200 per hour. So BAM, the bare ass minimum, is always calculated on adjusted production. A daily goal can be calculated either way, depending on whatever is easier to track in your office. For me, it's office fees. And part of the reason we did that is because we don't always enter insurance checks on every day of the week. So if somebody's entering a lot of insurance checks, we might see additional write-offs that we weren't anticipating, and we might have a great day, but since the insurance checks were added only on one day, we have all these adjustments, and that's just not really fair to the daily goal. So I like to do office fees, do whatever you want. So to reiterate where we come with those daily goals, we look at our dollar per hour goals. Like I said, I'm 1200 my associate 850 and my hygienist at 200 So you just look at the day, see how many hours each provider works, and that's how you come up with your daily goal. Now, if we hit our dollar per hour goals, and this is kind of how this dollar per hours are um, calculated, we will be about 25% over our bare ass minimum. So... Uh, I think the number comes out to like, so 50,000 is our bare ass minimum. Comes out to maybe 62.5. I can't remember, you know, 62.5, somewhere around there. So what we do to kind of combine these systems is that for every day we hit our daily goal, we add one percentage point of the overage that goes to the staff. So like I said before, 12.5% of the overage goes to the staff over your bare ass minimum. So if you hit a daily goal one time that week, they get 13.5%. If you hit a daily goal two times, you get 14.5%, and so on, and so on, and so on. Now, I only like to run this report every two weeks when we do payroll. So the maximum they can hit is 10 days because we're open 10 days every two weeks. So the most of the percentage of the overage they can get is 12.5 plus 10, which is 22.5. And this is all worked into the Excel sheet. Now, the reason I like this so much more than the previous system of just doing bare ass minimum is it feels like the grab bag thing again. We have a daily goal. We're conscious of what it is. Are we on goal? Are we off goal? And we have something to work for as a team. So it's fun to win. It's fun to be working towards a common goal. And it's just fun. There's no other way I can put it. And sometimes we don't hit the goal, but we come really close. But that's still a win for the team because, like I said, my daily goals are set about 25% over our BAM. So say we just, you know, we get 24% over the BAM. We just miss the daily goal by like 50 bucks, 100 bucks. Now, the the team is not going to get that extra percentage point, but still, we cleared our BAM like huge. I mean, we're still going to get bonused on all that excess money over the BAM. So... Even when we don't hit it, it's still a win. So like I said, I calculate these every other week. You can calculate them every week. I don't care. We do payroll every other week. It just works with payroll. The bonus goes on the checks. So we've been doing this about three months. And I can tell you the numbers have dramatically increased because we're pushing. We're incentivized to do more. So 
I think this is the best bonus system, especially if you have a larger staff like I do. I have 16 members. And it's the only way that we can set a daily goal and then profit share, but also do it prorated based on hours. And this is, like I said, this is, check out the Excel sheet I've included in the show notes. And I hope this will make a little bit more sense. You can play with the numbers. You can change your bare ass minimum. You can change the percentages. If you don't want to give a full percentage point for every day you hit the daily goal, you can make it a half percent. I don't care. You can just play with the numbers. It's it's basic Excel. But, you know, this gives you a lot of flexibility, and it's something that you can always come back and audit. You can come back and change it. You can adjust it as necessary. And it's a nice, easy way to bonus the team and share in the success altogether. So I hope you found that helpful. I hope I didn't generate any confusion But just in case, I'm going to go through it one more quick time. So you find out what your BAM is. Your BAM is calculated from finding out what your weekly or bi-weekly, in my case, payroll costs are, your staff costs. So once you get that number, you multiply by four, and that'll be the number that you need to collect or the number that you need to produce in adjusted production that will keep your staff costs at 25%. Then you need to come up with your daily goals. And these are based on dollar per hour that each provider is producing based on whatever your end of the month, end of the week goals are for the office. You can play with these. Like I said before, they're about 25% greater than my BAM. For every dollar we go over the BAM, the team will get 12.5% of that overage. Prorated based on how many hours they work, which is what I enter into the Excel spreadsheet. Now, for every day we hit our daily goal, we get an extra percentage of that overage. So we start at 12 and a half. If we hit the daily goal once, we get 13 and a half. If we hit the daily goal 10 days for the pay period, we get 22 and a half, which is 12 and a half percent plus 10%. So you can, like I said, you can do this any way you want, but that's it. And it's always prorated based on how many hours you work. It's a very simple Excel sheet. I've attached it in the show notes. You can do it. It is not that complicated, I promise. And if you're scared to jump in, you know, with both feet, uh, you know, if you have a smaller office, you could start with a grab bag system. I mean, like I said, when we were smaller, like eight team members, grab bag was awesome. So start with that. And if you want to move to a BAM system, you can move to that. I like my hybrid system. I think it's working really well, and I think it works well for my office. And I hope a lot of you out there will find that it works well for your office. A grab bag system is motivating for the team. The hybrid system is also motivating for the team. But a BAM system by itself doesn't really motivate because there's no short-term daily goals. So a key component of any bonus system is going to be the daily goal. You need to have a daily goal so that we have a short-term thing to work for and work towards as a team. So try out a bonus system. Just try something and see how it works for your office. Never forget that you're driving the bus. You are the driver of your destiny, and you are the person that controls that office and the policies that you implement there. So if it's not working, figure out why it doesn't work and change it. You know, it doesn't have to be exact, but what's important is that you need to start moving. If you want to do something like this, you need to implement something and adjust it as you go. The rudder on a ship doesn't steer the ship unless it's moving. So get moving. Do something. Everybody have a happy new year. Let's make this an amazing 2018.